Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Rob Report here on 970 WDAY and 93.1 FM. And by the way, speaking of the FM part, good afternoon, Nateel. How are you? Good. I'm glad to be back with you. You were on vacation, then I took a couple days off. It's It's been it's strange. Been a while. It's been a lot of slacking going on around here, but we're going to get down to business today. I am uh, on coming, board. Yeah. We, uh, later on in the program, we have Congressman Kevin Kramer on for our weekly uh open phone segment so you can certainly call in with any comments or questions you have uh 701-293-9000 888-970-9329 email talk at wday.com uh, by the way just just to let you guys in on something tomorrow uh 970 wday we're celebrating our new simulcast on 93.1 fm uh you listen all day uh 7 a.m to 5 p.m uh, every hour you'll have a chance to win uh a 93 dollar prize there's all sorts of different prizes uh, from FM, uh, Fargo, Moorhead area uh, favorites like uh, Pub West, Speakeasy, Shields, Moorhead Center Mall, uh, Microtel Inn and Suites uh, in Moorhead, uh, the Fargo Cork, uh, Travel Lodge of Moorhead. Uh, plus, you could win concert tickets to see Faith Hill and Tim McGraw August 24th in the Fargo Dome uh, and Bush playing at the Blue Stem. Uh, the winning begins at, it, it all starts 7 a.m. tomorrow, uh, right here, 970 WDAY. Uh, 970 WDAY AM and 93.1 FM. So stay tuned. That's all happening tomorrow. Listen live all day. We'll be uh, giving those away. Uh, but for now, we're going to get down to business. Like I said, Congressman Kramer, a little bit later in the program. Uh, today, uh, Natil, you see Donald Trump announcing this thing uh, regarding transgendered uh, people in the military? Yes, sadly. There are many levels to this that I don't like. Oh, um, I would agree with you. First of all, first of all, let me just say, like, like my policy on trans, the only thing I really care about for the military, I, I just, I just want to know that the people can do the job, right? So if the job is to fight on the front line, combat, SEAL, special forces, if they're qualified to do that job, then I don't really care, right? I mean, if it's, if it's not going to affect the military's ability to complete the missions that they need to complete to, to, to accomplish their objectives, I don't really care. Gay, straight, transgender, it doesn't it doesn't matter to me. Um so I mean that's I, I'm willing to listen to arguments that maybe there's something about being transgender that would be disruptive in, in certain military areas, but what Trump announced was a complete ban from all positions in the military, and I have a hard time believing that like not even support positions. Right? I mean I, I, I don't I guess I don't understand. So so there's there's that that I don't agree with. Um, and then there's the, the other part of it where we're announcing this on Twitter. We're just dropping this out of the blue on Twitter. I mean, this is a lot of times a very complicated policy issue. Um, I'm sure the military has a lot of thoughts on it. It has a very nuanced view on it, taking into account, again, all the things I just mentioned, such as, you know, ability to do the job and, and disruption in the ranks. I mean, at the, at the end of the day, we want the military to be effective. So if we can have transgendered people working in the, in the in there and, and it's not going to affect the effectiveness of the military, then let's just do it. But I, I'm sure the military was ready to comment. But the president just puts this in a tweet, just drops this out in a tweet. I don't I don't understand it. I'd love to hear what you folks think. What do you think of the president of President Trump's announcement regarding transgendered men and women in in the military? 
What are your thoughts? I want to hear it. 701-293-9000, email talk at WDAY.com. Two questions for you. Do you agree with the ban or do you disagree with it? The other part of it is, what do you think of the way the president handled it, just sort of dropping it out, out on Twitter? And um, and again, the deal, I, I mean, I, I don't think a blanket ban does us well. I'm listening. I, I'm open to having a debate about maybe there's some areas where it doesn't work or it does work, but... I don't see how anybody could be happy of him about him dropping just dropping this out on Twitter. Like that doesn't make any sense at all. That doesn't seem conducive to good public policy at all. Yeah, I tell you what, look, that's that's sorry, what that's what gets me is that he dropped this on Twitter. I have defended the president's use of Twitter in the past because I think that he he is utilizing a media that gets him his word out to more people because sure. that's that's just a straight fact. But you can't drop policy on Twitter. That's not what Twitter is for. Well, it, it's not even conducive. It's not even good for his own administration. Like, this isn't going to help him doing this this way, right? Like, I'm, I'm sure he has goals he wants to achieve. How does this further those goals? I don't know that it does. I think it hurts him. Jim's got a uh, – Jim wants to weigh in. Go ahead, Jim. What's up? Hey, good afternoon, Rob. How are you? Doing good. Good. So I was a – I'm a 20-year veteran of the of the military. And okay. I served in the Thank United you States for your Navy service. On, uh, on submarine. Wow, and okay. We had. I grew up under the "don't ask, don't tell" policy for the most okay. part. At the very end of my career, we were transitioning to to getting rid of "don't ask, don't tell." But you know, here's here's the thing, and I've heard I've heard both sides of this argument for many years about well, if we let homosexuals into the military, it's gonna it's going to disrupt unit cohesiveness. Transgender. They, they've they've always to, been in the military. Let's let's be clear about that. We've always had I homosexuals just, in the and military, that's, and that's my point, Rob. Is that I want to make it crystal clear that. Uh, when I was serving on board the submarine many, many moons ago, we all knew, and it was it was very clear as days, who was gay and who wasn't. Now, I, it was only men on the submarine at that point in time, so there was no lesbian, but it, it, who was gay and who wasn't, we, we just knew. They knew we knew. Everybody knew we knew. And it didn't do a darn thing to disrupt unit cohesion. They sure. did their jobs. They did their jobs effectively. They did j- their jobs well. And you know what? Our submarine performed Day after day, month after month, year after year, in a very high pressure environment, I might add. Sure, and and, and, and my point when I was saying that I'm li- I'm willing to listen to arguments that having a transgendered position, a person in a certain position, maybe maybe it it, it impacts you know the, the effectiveness of the unit or, or their ability. Maybe they can't do the. I, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm not I'm not saying that that's that's gonna happen. I'm just saying I'm open to hearing that argument. Right. And I guess I'll evaluate how much I believe in it. But just just this blanket ban of saying, well, no transgender people in the military at all seems just absolutely ridiculous to me. And if I may be allowed one more comment. Absolutely. I believe the president, number one, I disagree with his method of of communication in general. But um, I believe that he to a certain extent, we're going to open Pandora's box here, too, in that it starts with with trans transgender now. Are we going to go back and, and retroactively say if you're homosexual now, you can't be in the military either? Are we going to go back and say I hope not. Women, women I don't think cannot, so. Women were just, hey, you know, women were just allowed on submarines not too long ago, just a few years ago. We started allowing women on submarines, and I think it's a great thing. But now are we going to take another step backwards and say, you know what, forget about it. We're just not going to do that. And I think that would be an injustice to the service members that are currently serving. I agree. It's going to make the America's military system, in my opinion, just a little bit weaker. And I, 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 I agree. If the president, if the president, t- I mean, 
I, I think I think what he did announcing this on Twitter today was a disgrace. If he goes back and tries to roll back, including homosexual, allowing homosexuals to serve openly, um, the, the expansion of, of female service in the military, if he tries to roll those things back, that's a disgrace. Um, I, I just... I, I just don't understand it. And, and by the way, for everybody who's concerned about the effectiveness of the military, and I certainly am, I want the military to be able to, to, to do their job. I'm not looking to, to hamstring them in any way. You know what hurts their effectiveness is plunging the military into uncertainty by announcing doing stuff like this. Thanks for the call, Jim. And, and, and more importantly, thank you for your service. I appreciate it. We've got to take a break. This is the Rob Report on 970 WDAY and 93.1 FM. What do you think? Do you, do you agree with President Trump's ban on, on transgender in the military? Do you disagree with it? And what do you think of how he announced it? I want to hear what you think. We'll be back right after this. Don't go away. Welcome back. Rob Report on 970 WDAY and 93.1 FM. 701-293-9000, email talk at WDAY.com. We are talking about President Donald Trump's announcement on Twitter of a complete ban on transgendered uh, people serving in the military in any capacity. I mean, everything from, like, a desk job somewhere, shuffling forms around, to frontline combat. So what do you think? Do you like the ban? Do you not like the ban? And also, what do you think of the way the president announced it? I mean, just apparently blindsiding a lot of people with it and announcing it on Twitter. I I, I don't know. I, I feel like something policy is important. Is this agree with it or disagree with it? Should not be announced on Twitter. Once again, 701-293-9000 if you want to join in. 888-970-9329. Uh, Kenneth, you're on. What's up? First of all, transgender and gay are two different things. So to say... Sure. To put them in the same basket is not right. And second of all, the, the reason for the ban didn't have anything to do with transgender or gay or anything like that. It was the cost of transgender in the military. That was the reason. That's why it can't, it's got to be straight across the board. It can't, you can't just say one part and not the other because then you don't cut the cost. Unfortunately, in this country, we have to cut costs. We're way, way, way overspending. And it, Unfortunately, some people lose out. I don't know whether you're an order or not, but the, what I heard earlier today is that it's going to affect 0.3% of people. That I'm sure. I, I'm sure. I'm sure it's not many we're people. We're going to save well over $8 million a year. All right. Well, okay. So, okay. I think what you're making, I think what you're making is a logical argument. And I'm not necessarily against. I, I and I don't. I don't know the facts. I, I'm. i the little bit I've read about this. I understand because th- there was a lifting of the ban. I think back in 2015 under the Obama administration, and then it was delayed because, you know, the, the military was was reviewing it. And part of the review is they were concerned about the costs. But what, wouldn't you say, Kenneth, that this is part of the problem with the president announcing it on Twitter? I mean, if if, if their concern is the cost. Then maybe if they held a press conference or something, they could have explained that and say, "Well, listen, well, this is why. This is why. Hold on, hold on, Kenneth. Hold on, Kenneth. Comes out. It doesn't matter to me. The way for the future is Twitter and Facebook and the other social media. That's okay. what we're going to come to in this country. 
Well, and me, you, and you, th- you think that's a good you, 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 you think the president should just announce complicated public policy on Twitter without any explanation at all for the nuances behind the decision? Because maybe maybe no, if if, if, if cost just pull this off the top of my head, Rob. Well, I mean, if, 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 if cost, if, the president of the United States is the one who announced this decision. It is incumbent upon him to tell us his reasoning behind it. If cost well, is part of the reasoning, you know, I, why didn't he? Why didn't he say that? Davis, I'm not here to argue with you. I'm just saying I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. Oh, well, it must matter to you because you called into a radio show about it. 701-293-9000, email talk at WDAY.com. I, I, I mean, I, I think this gets to the, the issue that you and I were trying to articulate is beyond whether you agree or disagree with the decision, maybe there are valid reasonings behind it. I mean, maybe maybe cost is a valid reason. Now, the caller kind of said two contradictory things, Kenneth where he said, well, it only affects like some tiny fraction of a percentage of the people who serve, but that cost is, is, is a big consideration. Well, I'm not sure how those two things can be true at the same time. If it's a tiny number of people, then the cost can't possibly be that big of an issue. Especially in uh, comparison with our exorbitant military spending budget. Right. All right. But I'm a fiscal conservative, and I'm open to listening to those sorts of arguments, right? I, I don't have a problem with people saying, well, there's a cost attached to this. Right. I, I don't have a problem with that. Um, let's I mean, let's put that on the table. We're talking about public policy. That's a facet of it. We should talk about it. Now, I'm not saying that's the Trump card. I'm not saying that's the thing that, that puts us over the edge one way or the other. I'm just saying I am fine. If, if that was part of the president's calculus, well, then fine. Why didn't he say that? Right. I mean, where's the press release saying, well, you know, we made this decision and this is why and, and the costs are a factor and here's what we're projecting and everything else. I mean, at least put that out there and then you and I could talk about it and we could discuss it. But instead, all we have are a few tweets that just say, nope, they can't serve in any capacity on Twitter. How, how is that responsible leadership? And, and again, I, I'm not sure I'm, I'm even persuaded by the cost argument, because, again, we're talking about a relatively tiny. I mean, transgendered people make a, a a tiny slice of our overall population, and so I'm sure the military, as a subset of that population, they make up a very tiny slice of that as well. The cost cannot possibly be that much, and and even even then, maybe you put. A, I mean, maybe there are ways to to limit those costs. Maybe there are ways to say, well, there's certain things that we're not going to cover or, or whatever. I mean, do we have to resort to a full on ban? I mean, I. I feel like there are nuances to this question that we could be talking about, we should be talking about, but we're not because our president is a man-child who can't stay focused on everything and, and seems interested in just dropping these bombs uh, more for effect than anything else. I mean, that, that was the first thing I thought. When, whenever he does something like this, Natil, the first thing I think is, well, he must want to change the subject from something, right? He just wants to change. He wants everybody to be talking about something else. Yeah, That's I can't disagree I, with you there. Yeah. All right, Congressman Kevin Kramer coming up next. Maybe we'll ask him about this. And, of course, if you have any comments or questions, it's open phones for the Congressman, 701-293-9000, This is the Rob Report on 970 WDAY AM and 93.1 FM. Don't go away. Didn't matter anymore. I say she never cared and that she Driving in a Pontiac, just about to lose my 
Welcome back. Rob Report on 970 WDAY and 93.1 FM. We were talking about uh, Donald Trump and his uh, announcement regarding uh, transgendered people in the military, uh, which he announced on Twitter. Janet emails, you are 100% correct, Rob, on the gender issue regarding Trump. He is an idiot. Tweet, tweet, tweet is all he knows. Now, I listen, I, I'm not saying... I generally support President Donald Trump's agenda. I mean, there are things I disagree with him on, but about 80% of the time, I would like him to be successful in what he's trying to do. Now, I'm just don't, I don't think the tweeting is, is conducive to that a, a lot of the time, the, the way he does it. Anyway, now is our uh, time for open phones and uh, Congressman Kevin Kramer, uh, with Congressman Kevin Kramer, who could certainly uh, take your questions, your comments, 701-293-9000, email talk at WDAY.com. And, and Kevin, I mean, setting aside the question of transsexual people in, in, in the military and, and, and that whole thing, which is, I, I think, a very complicated policy question, why, why Twitter? Why, why is he doing this stuff on Twitter? This seems counterproductive to his agenda. It seems like it. And um, I don't disagree, Rob, necessarily. Uh, on the other hand, there is a good chunk of his base that loves it. And, I mean, I have family members who love it. They, they see it as sort of counter to the, to the swamp culture. It, you know, they just sort of accepted that, you know, that Washington is so badly broken that there's nothing redeeming in, left there, and th- this is his way of just sticking it you know, in their faces on a regular basis. And I understand that. I really do. Um, but, but I don't disagree that, I, I, for example, I think the, the, um, the tweeting about Attorney General Jeff Sessions, you know. Is, yeah, I, I was going to ask about that. You know, I, I think that's probably one of the better examples that's made a lot of us very uncomfortable, frankly. What, I mean, what, what, is, he, what is he doing? Because, I, I, I mean, you're, we're talking about somebody who, who, A, has been a political ally of his, uh, B is is now a, a you know sitting in a very important cabinet position in his administration, and he's on Twitter dragging this guy through the mud. What purpose does that serve? Well, perhaps the fact that Jeff Sessions has announced that next week he is going to lay out a, a intense investigation into leaks in various intelligence agencies. Perhaps that was the outcome that the president was hoping for, and he found that leaking or that tweeting was a way to. A signal uh, rather clearly to the attorney general. This is what he, you know, he hopes he would do, and he's doing it, and he's getting the result he wants. And at the same time, he, he, um, the, the one thing I'd say for him is that while he does this, he does at the same time sort of float trial balloons for public consumption. And I think that the, the president Trump has this capacity to view sort of public response to things, and uh, you know, and if, if they work, he goes with them, and it's. He doesn't mind airing his out loud processing uh, in a very public way. It's it's very different, no question about it. Um, but yes, it is it is awkward for some. It's uh, you know downright repulsive to others, and for for me, it can occasionally be uncomfortable. But that said, uh, you know he's, he's the president, and I'm with you. I, I I agree with the vast majority of his policies and want to help him see them through. If you have comments or questions for the, the, the congressman, you can certainly call in, ask about anything you like, 701-293-9000, 888-970-9329, or email talk at WDAY.com. 
What, what do you think of, of the, the transgender and in, in, in military issue? I mean, yeah. are, are you in favor of that? Do you agree with the president? Yeah, it's sort of interesting. Um, all in all, Rob, I'm not very interested in it. If you want to know the truth, uh, what I'm most interested in in the military is that we have the, the, the most well-prepared, well-trained, best-equipped military in the world. And, and I think that should be the standard. I'm not interested in social experiments. I don't, I'm not interested in you know, advocating one thing or another in the military that, that it doesn't have to do with us being as safe as possible as a country and our military being able to fight wars and, and, uh, and prevent killing uh, as best they can and then be very effective at it when it's necessary. And so that, that's, that's what I care about the most. I will tell you this, though, that when, when the military becomes a place to experiment on social issues, then I have a problem. When it becomes an advocacy tool for for social agendas, that I have a problem with. And I'll give you a classic example. We passed the National Defense Authorization Act last week, and uh, it was overwhelming. Uh, three, I think 388 votes. It, it, but we failed on a on a an amendment that would eliminate uh, or prohibit any of the money to be spent on transgender um, surgery. And I voted for that amendment. I don't think, and, and the, the, the Obama administration allowed the military to fund sex changes. Well, that's problematic for lots of reasons, not the least of which is this is an elective surgery that shouldn't be funded by taxpayers. Secondly, when a person has this surgery, they make themselves, by virtue of the fact they've had surgery, uh, unable to be deployed. Well, that's directly counter to the mission of the military. You don't go in, take an, ele- you know, take an elective surgery paid for by the taxpayers to make yourself unable to be deployed. You're there to be deployed. So I supported that, even though it did not pass, because a lot of Democrats and Republicans both um, were uncomfortable with the whole issue, and they didn't want to be viewed as being anti-transgender or transsexual. And I, I just I just think you have to be more logical than that. So at the base of it, I'm again. I'm not just not. I'm not interested in in that particular issue as long as it doesn't affect readiness. Seven one two nine three nine thousand eight 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 nine seven zero nine three two nine. Let's move on to another issue. You actually mentioned the last time we were together. You mentioned something, and it it, it fascinated me because I I wasn't even aware that this was an issue, uh, but it popped back on my radar because Fargo recently got a visit from. Uh, Bill Gates, obviously, yeah. uh, well, very uh, famous. Uh, everybody knows who Bill Gates is. I don't need the to introduce richest him. man in the world. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so, so he was he was in Fargo. Uh, Microsoft is is pushing for they want something that you would actually mention on our program mm-hmm. about using you know quote unquote white space uh, frequencies uh, or, or bandwidth or spectrum. I, I, I guess spectrum, in, yeah. in 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 the broadcast spectrum uh, that. Using that to increase internet connectivity, or, or be able to use it to, uh, you know, for, for instance, provide uh, internet wireless internet connectivity in in rural places. Uh, the broadcasters don't like this very much. Uh, I have a a quote here from earlier this month from the National Association of Broadcasters. They're saying, "I quote: It's the height of arrogance for Microsoft, a five hundred and forty billion dollar company, to demand free unlicensed spectrum after refusing to bid on broadcast TV airwaves in the recent FCC incentive auction. Microsoft's white space device development has been a well documented, unmitigated failure." Policymakers should not be misled by, misled by slick Microsoft promises that threaten millions of viewers with loss of lifeline broadcast TV programming. Um, 
you know, I and I, I the, the Farmers Union, for instance, is talking about how important television when we have, you know, as we often do here in North Dakota, extreme weather. Mm-hmm. A lot of us turn to our televisions, right, mm-hmm. to, to to find out what's going on and where the weather's hitting and things like mm-hmm. that. So. Can you address some of that? First of all, did you talk with Bill Gates? Did you meet with him? And did you talk with him about this while he was at Fargo? I did and not second, talk to Bill Gates, although I was up at Microsoft's um, Innovation Center here in Washington last week and gave a keynote address on uh, at their monthly conference. They, they do a, um, a energy conference, clean innovation conference, and I keynoted that and uh, spoke with a lot of their hierarchy. But here's the bottom line. I mean, that letter is so over the top, in my view. And because here's the here's the thing. First of all, they're not talking about they're talking about one channel, one TV band channel, out of all of the channels in the entire spectrum. And they're talking about white space. That is, white space is that are those slivers of spectrum. And for, for those that don't know what spectrum is, that's like the pipe in the sky, if you will, that carries you know wireless uh, communications technology. It's one channel that's in the TV band, and white space is unused, unlicensed spectrum. We're asking, Microsoft's asking, I'm asking, uh, Governor Bergham and I are, are leading that charge, uh, he, he with governors, me and Congress, for one of those channels to be dedicated to what's known as, technologically, it's known as um, fixed wireless technology. And what fixed wireless technology does is it provides up to 100, I'm, I, I always have to, I'm always a little uncertain when I start talking gigs and megabits and all those, but I think it's 100 megabits uh, of uh, spectrum per second. That's a lot of, of capacity for moving information. And the reason that's so important in, in rural America, there are 29 million Americans who don't have high-speed broadband. And increasingly in rural America, we rely on that broadband for, uh, obviously, opportunities. Now, by the way, Microsoft, is not, Microsoft doesn't have a... Doesn't have a, a um, you know, a stake in it other than they, they have probably technology or, or, or software or something that others can use if they – They're if pushing they for it, though. That, right? I mean, they're, they're pushing for this. They're pushing for it. They are pushing for it. But but this is the public's space, and broadcasters gave it up. I mean, none of it would affect full – Full-powered television stations, none of it. None of it would affect that. It would only be low-powered TV and, and that th- could be affected by it. And we, in rural America, there's lots of channels that nobody's using that could be dedicated to this. There are already two channels that are dedicated at a very localized level for um, a lot of data servicing for healthcare facilities and, and then one other application that again are very localized, but this is one more channel specifically for this. That that, that you, you talked about weather, and the broadcasters have made this point that yeah, but what about free you know weather you know, alarms and warnings and information and all that? And this is very valuable. This is why I support the AM local AM radio uh, Freedom Act. This is why I support AM radio as much as I do and free over the air um, broadcasting. But more and more often, people are getting this same information on their iPhone. They're getting it on their their you know their mobile device, their iPads or their Androids or whatever. And frankly, it's a much more efficient way to get this same information. So to suddenly say, well, we want to enhance our technology at our local station so that we can translate more pinpointed weather information to your television. Remembering that TVs run on electricity, so if you're in a storm, there's a good chance electricity is going off anyway. Really, your mobile device is a more reliable source anyway. So 
You're forced to make choices in this business, and I think that maintaining full-power TV, maintaining AM radio, maintaining, you know, the um, spectrum for all of these important uses is important. But at the same time, I think dedicating just a little bit to the opportunity to bring very high-speed, low-cost, reliable uh, Internet connectivity to the farm and to rural communities is a very, very noble and, and worthy cause. Well, I, I I agree with you with that, and, and I I like the I, I like the concept. Yeah. I, it's not something that had ever occurred to me, and I would very much like to penetrate. I mean, we want to talk about people leaving rural areas. Well, maybe yeah. one thing that'll help keep them is is you know good fast internet. But let me ask you this, because one thing that, that the National Association of Broadcasters is saying is that this is essentially a giveaway to Microsoft or I guess some of these other tech interest that we're just going to give away part of the spectrum that they didn't bid on or they didn't pay for. Can you address that part of the claim? Well, Mike, but Microsoft isn't the one that's going to use it. They're pushing for it, but it would be some other local provider. Okay, well, that, wh- whoever it is. I mean, why, why can't they pay, bid for it and pay for it like everybody else? Well, there are a whole bunch of others that, that don't do the same thing, that use that white space um, without having bidding on it. We're not talking about full power television spectrum out there. And by the way, I mean, speaking of broadcasters, I mean, I sent a letter to three major television network, broadcast network executives about um, asking them a series of questions about their their uh, political coverage, and I haven't gotten a letter back from one of them. Not a phone call, not a response, not an ask for a meeting. So it's not like the broadcasters are the greatest... Uh, you know, responders to questions about the, about use of the public spectrum either, but that's neither here nor there. Except that that this white space is not the same thing as the television spectrum or the AM radio spectrum right. out there. Well, 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 it's. I think it's interesting, and I'm I'm not sure if I'm for it or against it at this yeah. point. But I I think it's innovative, and I'm I, I think it's interesting. Kevin, well, thanks well, for your I time. Think, I think Rob, the more important thing is that everyone's talking. No, right now sure. they're screaming at each other. That's usually how these things start out. But <laughs> yeah. this morning I had a long talk with a Microsoft engineer, and then I had a broadcast engineer in my office sitting on my couch talking to me about it because I'm trying to discern in my mind how technologically it can actually work without it becoming a burden on anybody. And my sense is that there's a way to work it all out that's maybe not to anybody's love, but perhaps everybody's acceptance. All right. Kevin, thanks for your time. Appreciate <laughs> thanks. it. Thanks. Always a pleasure. Thanks, Rob. It's Congressman Kevin Kramer. We'll be back. Wrap the show up right after this. Don't go away. Welcome back. Rob Port. Uh, we got an uh, email from Kevin talking about the transgender issue. Donald Trump, a transgender in the military. We were talking about it earlier in the program. Kevin writes, uh, trans- Rob, transgender males want to be females, want to use women's restrooms. Just look at the fight in North Carolina and Texas, etc. cetera, uh, and Obama's threat to schools to comply or else. Do we need two different sex restrooms on submarines? Well, I, I, they got to be handling that already. We've got men and women serving on submarines. Uh, Kevin continues, a transgender is different from LGB and is not even close to being understood per a transgender presentation uh, put on by a transgender male that I was at. Uh, I think it's best to have the issue before the American people instead of hidden behind closed doors. This seems to be uh, the swamper process in Congress by both parties. Um, Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm all for having a debate about it. And and listen, I'm not I'm not closed mind to, to debates about. You know, the, the, the cost of, of, of transgender people in the military. I mean, listen, when we were having a talk about expanding the role of, of women serving in the military, I think it was perfectly appropriate to talk about there being, uh, you know, different realities when it comes to the costs of 
health care for, for instance, female soldiers versus male soldiers, which is actually a news article about out, out about that today. Um, you know, I mean, if, if, if we do something, you know, where, where we allow transgender people in and, and suddenly that's going to increase costs 35 percent or something for the military, some egregious amount, then I, I'm fine with that being part of the debate. I'm just not sure that that's a reality. I'm not sure that there really is a cost problem. I'm not sure that there's an effectiveness problem. I mean, Congressman Kramer, when I asked him about it, he said he's not really interested about social experimenting in the military. Mostly he's just concerned about military readiness. I agree with that. That's my goal, too. But with the, when President Trump announces it this way, he's not looping in any of those facts. He's not making that argument. We just get, oh, there's a ban. It's on Twitter, and that's it? I'm sorry. We should expect more. That's it for me today. Jay Thomas Show straight ahead. You can always catch me here 1 to 2 p.m. Monday through Friday on 970 WDAY AM and 93.1 FM. Also 24 hours a day, 7 days a week at sayanythingblog.com. Thanks for listening. We'll talk again. Oh.